you for tuning in to No Gossip Just Talk. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. This is where we have conversation and get things off our chest. So sit back, relax, grab your snack, fill up your glass, and let's chat. I'm your co-host, Mitra, and I just want to give a special shout out and thanks to all of our international listeners, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Canada, New Zealand, Switzerland, Germany, Singapore, Australia, Denmark, Bahamas, France. Woo, y'all almost lost my breath. There's so many of y'all. Thank y'all. And of course, to our home, United States, thank you for tuning in to No Gossip Just Talk. Yes, I love it. One more thing. I have some great news. According to our geographic location, we have some new listeners. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So also want to give a special shout out to United Kingdom, Poland, Brazil, Kenya, St. Martin, Portugal, Belize, Ghana, Sweden, Bangladesh, Saudi Arabia, Dominican Republic, Ivory Coast, Tanzania, and South Korea. Thank you for tuning in to No Gossip Just Talk. And make sure you subscribe. So now let's get into this episode. Yes, let's do it. Now before you continue... This episode may have some language that is sensitive or offensive to others. So, listen at your own risk. How y'all doing tonight? Or this morning? I'm sorry. Whatever time y'all listening to this. So, we've gotten a lot of feedback with the scenarios. And we're going to keep the scenarios coming. Okay. So, this is how it goes. Should I leave my relationship of six and a half years because I'm not happy? My boyfriend and I have been dating for over six years now. We have two children, two and four. Our relationship was perfect before we had kids. But ever since our first child, he has completely changed into a different person. He's cheated on me several times. Oh, no, 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 no. Physically put his hands on me, calls me names in front of my children, etc. Are you freaking kidding me? Here recently, it's gotten so bad that he just lays around the house as soon as he gets off of work. And when he's off for three days a week... He just plays on his phone, never moves from the bed or the couch because he's always not feeling good or too tired, which I get after work, but him laying around, but not seven days a week, every single week. He won't bathe our kids. He won't take out the trash. He never helps with any housework, which again, I get it because he works and I stay home with the kids, but he could help at least bathe our children. We never do dates. He never posts me on anything. He won't watch our kids when I want to spend time with friends. He leaves every weekend as he pleases. We're both just not happy anymore, but I don't work and he does. And I'm financially stuck. And staying with with family is not an option. I know my kids deserve to see me happy. I'm completely lost on what to do. I don't want my kids blaming me for having a broken family because they... Love their dad so much. What should I do? Lee. There's the door. Lee. Get the fuck out. Mm. <laughs> Shall we dive into this or what, Miss Javon? Yes, ma'am. First of all, she's single. He in a she in a relationship with him, but he ain't in a relationship with her. Correct. Because clearly old dude is doing like if he's not sleeping with you, he's sleeping with somebody else. Um, exactly. So, yeah, um, ma'am, I think it's time to think about yourself at this point because and your kids as well, because your kids, you're 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 thinking your kids are going to blame you for having a broken home. But seeing mommy unhappy and seeing 
daddy treat mommy like shit, that's not good either. Exactly. But one day somebody gonna kick his ass. They're seeing dysfunction. I agree. Um, the other part of that scenario that kind of disturbs me. Okay. Why does it seem like the kids are the ones that's making you reflect whether or not you want to be with this person or not? To me, that doesn't make any sense. Because we all know sex education, whether you're married or not married. If you if you're not ready for kids, if you feel like kids is going to mess up what y'all have, why have them? Well, maybe she thought it would make the relationship better, and it just made it worse. And that is part of the problem because women need the. That's the problem today these women need to stop thinking a baby is going to fix something right a baby is not going to fix anything just like people feel like when you get married that's going to fix your relationship if your relationship was broken before you got pregnant if it was broken before you got married it's still gonna be broken until y'all actually figure out a solution and put it together what you always say Mitra, communication is the key if you ain't communicating before you sure ain't gonna communicate after. If somebody wanna walk out of your life, let them go. Especially if you know you done done everything you can do, you done sat around and been the best man or the best woman you could be and they still wanna go, let them go. Whatever they running after, they'll see what they had in a minute, but by then it's gonna be too late. That's true. I feel like they should seek some type of therapy or something like that. Cause something going on with this man for him not to be uh, right. visible. Right. Um, I feel like this too. Um, when he started changing after that first child, you should have did some recon. Like you should have been in there. Like what's going on? What's the problem? Yep. But here's another thing, Major. Mm-hmm. She's a stay at home mom. Who's to say? I know we get a man. Who's to say he probably tired of her? Maybe he tired of her. Yep. Maybe he tired of her not working. Maybe yeah, he felt like she shopped too much and she running up all she spending too much money. Or maybe he might feel like or maybe she I hate to say this, but maybe she, he feel like she let herself go. That could be the thing, because before she could have worked. And then when they had kids, she decided to stay home with the kids. So that's another thing that you have to look at. And, and another thing, when we do these scenarios, I like them, but then I, I don't because we're, we don't have the full story. So we don't know if this person worked prior to having the babies, which I'm thinking they did. And they just stopped working to take care of the kids, which I get because sometimes childcare is basically your salary. Trust me, I got three kids. I know all about it. And all three of them was in daycare at one point. Yep. And Mitra, it goes to show you her self-esteem. Yeah, it, yeah. She okay. said that he cheated on her several times. Like you putting up with it. You set yeah. no boundaries with this man. Absolutely. And then on top of that, you said he put his hands on you and he called you names, but you still this this is the thing that gets to me when it comes to battered women. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like you really love this person and stuff like that. But you allow this man to abuse you and your kids are in the same home. Even if you didn't have kids, you allowing someone to abuse you. And it's like, I understand she says she financially stuck, but people got to stop being afraid of getting uncomfortable and doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. 
she said living with her family is not an option. If your family is there to support you, knowing that you're living in hell already, why would you avoid going with your family? I, I don't understand that. Uh, listen to me. Abuse is abuse. That's right. And it don't never change till you change it. Mm -hmm. Hear me with your heart, not just your ears. Whether you're trying to buy love or whether you're letting somebody put their hand on you. Yes. That's abuse, honey. Right. Because you will leave that man, go find another one, and that one will hit you too. Because mm -hmm. it's something in you that's attracted to them kind of men. And honestly, again, we don't have the full story, but the government is set up to help people in your shoes. So, of course, um, go ahead and fill out the paperwork to get on um, housing help because they do provide that for single mothers and um, to get you some financial assistance for food. And then possibly look into finding something, some schooling to get in. They even offer like schooling options for single mothers as well. So there are so many options for you and they offer daycare assistance for single mothers as well. So you have the ball in your court. You just have to be ready to make that move and don't let that man be the deciding factor. He's already made his decision. Correct. Care if you're happy or not, because he's letting you know that by leaving you every weekend. So now it's time to take some action. And I know it's not the easy. Me and T can sit here and tell you what to do all day long on this podcast. But until you're ready, you're not going to move. But when you're ready, you need to move. And when you move, you need to not turn back. Because these are all huge steps. Because when you get out there on your own, it's going to be you and your babies. If he's not a good father now, I can't imagine he'll be a good father when you guys actually do split up, like really split up physically, because I feel like you guys are already split up. Like you have no emotional connection. You have no intimacy going on. He's leaving you every weekend. Um, he's cheated on you multiple times. Yeah, he's single. Yeah, he's giving you no affection whatsoever. And anybody in a similar situation, you know, I know it's easy for us to tell you just leave, just leave. But at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself and know that you are better than that. You deserve someone who's going to take care of you. You deserve someone who's going to cherish you for who you are. Um, because that's what it's all about. It's you looking in the mirror and you getting yourself together. Yeah. Um, so I totally I agree. I totally agree. Um, the first start into doing it is preparation. Like you a housewife, you could there are certain things you could do. You could you could um try to find work from home jobs and stuff. Absolutely. To where you can start saving your money. Right. You might feel like you're stuck, but you in a position to where he take care of everything in the household get you a side business or something and start putting money to the side. Absolutely. Start building your money up. Perfect. Why sit there and be broke? This man has so much power over you. Over you. That's why he treats you like that. Right. And, and you've given it to him. In, in, in your own words, you've given him that, that power and that, you know, and you want to take that back. And the first thing to do is make that decision. Like, I am better than that. And there's a, a, a quote that I shared the other day. And I just want to share this with everyone and our listeners. 
um, at your absolute best, you still won't be good enough for the wrong person. At your worst, you will still be worth it to the right person. So again, at your worst, you'll still be worth it. And I feel like you feel like you're at your worst at this point, but somebody will see that glimmer, that shine in you and will still cherish you at your absolute worst. Exactly. And then speaking on the kids, like some people got to stop using their kids as an excuse for them not to leave. If you're if you're getting abused and stuff like that, this is just my opinion. I feel like your kids will blame you more for tolerating it than they are for you leaving. I understand they two and four. They may not understand. But I cannot. And I know it's always they always say well, if the shoe is on the other foot. I'm just telling you how I feel because I don't like to be hit on period. I cannot imagine a man giving me black eyes and I'm okay with that. I cannot imagine that. I cannot imagine allowing a guy abusing me, putting black and, and green and purple and blue bruises on my body. And then I'm still okay with that. How can you look someone in the face who physically punches you or strangles you or does all the necessary to hurt you physically and you able to look him in the eye and say, I still love this man. I'm not saying you're supposed to hate people, but how can how can you allow yourself to want to do that? Because you wouldn't let anybody else do it. If, uh, if I'm a person on the street and I come up to somebody and I try to punt them or whatever, they're going to step up to me. Why do we allow the people that are closest to us to sit up there and abuse us, whether it be verbally or physically, but we have the nerve to not allow someone else to do it, but the very people who we need to not allow do it, we let them. I don't understand that. Yeah, that's something that I've never physically had to deal with, so I don't know, but I do know that it is difficult to get out of those types of situations just because... You, you already feel broken and they're taking you to an even lower place. Um, so I definitely would encourage even therapy, like helplines, anything like that. Because, I mean, you're not in this fight alone. They, they have support groups that will help people. Like Absolutely. That. I totally agree. Because for people who feel like it's normal, it's not normal. A not person that normal. some people feel like if a person hit them, that is normal. That is not normal. Here's the thing. I know it may be difficult getting out, but you're going to get out either one way. You're going to either get it out, get out of that situation alive, or you're going to get out that situation dead. Which one? And you ain't going to be no good to your kids if you buried six feet in the ground. That's true. That's absolutely true. Because I at the end of the day, if this man is beating you and depending on how his day is going, you never know. He might have this day. He may have this day where he walk in and he have all this extra steam of anger and you don't know where it's coming from. And then you feel like it's the normal beating and then it become a stream, which you would do for your kids. And that's the thing, like people don't be putting themselves first. Tell you a story about my cousin, Ida May. We grew up together. Ida May was always saying, 
I don't believe my husband loves me unless he hits me once a week. Well, one day, her husband loved her to death, and we buried her last year. What about your kids if you're not there? Because that person that that you say you love and you don't want to leave don't love you enough to protect you. Instead, they kill you. I, I can't live in dysfunction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I done come through too much, been through too much hell and high water to come there and let you come up in my adult life and when I'm supposed to be at peace and give me all kind of hell. Only two places on this earth you're going to have peace, the grave and your house. Now, if you can't walk up in your house and you ain't got no peace, something wrong. Something wrong. I'm sorry. That's true. I was going to tell you um, when you said she don't want to be, you know, a single mother. I was like, well, from the story that we're reading... You are a single mother already. <laughs> Correct. Because you said he does absolutely nothing. He just, he's not there. Like, he lived there, but he ain't there. Yeah. And then on top of that, for you to ask, should you leave your relationship? You're not even listening to yourself at that. Yourself is already telling you what you need to do. But you want someone to... Confirm. Correct. When you already know what you need to do. But here's the thing. If somebody told you you need to leave, but you're asking, should you leave? Are you going to leave? You get what I'm saying? I I really hope so after this, because it really hurts my heart. And, and I always think like sometimes when we, when we have our bad days or we go through a situation and even myself, I always look and I act like it's so terrible. Like, I had a bad day the other day and I was just looking at it like, oh my God, this is so bad. I'm, I feel so bad. I just want to wake up, go to sleep and wake up and try this day all over again. But you know what? Some people would beg to trade lives with me or trade problems with me. So at the end of the day, always your problems are not as bad as you think they are. You could be living in, in, in a physical hell like this woman is. So be grateful for your life and be grateful for what you have um, before God lets you be grateful for what you have. So um, I don't know, that just came out out of nowhere, but I'm just saying, just looking at this story, like sometimes I feel like I have a bad day. This lady is having a bad day every day, every Uh, single day. And you, you made a valuable point, Nidra. Um, it's like we might have a crazy day or two, maybe a bad day or two. Mm-hmm. But this girl has a miserable day every single day, like you said. And it's like, if you want a way out, like you you said, there are resources out here. Right. Therapy. There's people out here that's willing to mentally talk to you to help you to help give you the courage to do it. Yeah, they're hotlines, um, and you just have to be resourceful. I mean, if you have a cell phone, you have internet, you should be able to to search different resources. They have resources out here. You just have to reach your hand out to let them know that you're serious about leaving and, and you know, that you're ready for a change. And the only person that can start changes you at the end of the day. And we're not trying to preach to anyone or make anyone feel bad. But we just want to let you know that some of these situations, you you create these seeds uh, and you sow these seeds of generational curses when you can break them before they even start. Yeah, I agree. 
also um therapy i mean if you want to salvage the relationship he he you and he both need to um attempt therapy yep, so if exactly you want to salvage the relationship have a conversation communication is key yep and if you offer him therapy, but he says nothing is wrong with him, that is your that is your cue. That so he exit now. <laughs> exactly. Exit now. Exit to the left. But um, Tanisha, what are our takeaways from this conversation? What do you think? If someone's hitting a sister, it is my business. But like a sucker, you walk around, and like a sucker, you going down. You got to learn to love your love yourself more. Most people say you should have someone that love you more than they love themselves. I disagree with that. You need to love yourself more than you do your partner because I'd rather sacrifice my relationship than my body or my spirit. I also feel when it comes to the takeaways, I feel like you should never lose your individuality. When people get into these long-term relationships, they make it all about the person that they with and then they and then when it's kind of like all over the place and there's some turmoil in the middle, they lose themselves. They don't know who they are. And then they get they feel stuck and stuff like that. And I feel like you should continue how you're doing when you're single. But of course, you definitely want to change some things. You want to never forget there is a person called you. Tanisha, you said something very, 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 very very important when you just started giving your takeaways. And I just want to piggyback on that. You said when you get in a relationship, you don't want to lose your individuality. And remember this, you are responsible for your happiness. You should never put your happiness in someone else's hands. At the end of the day, Mitra is responsible for Mitra's happiness. I should not allow another person to take my happiness away from me. When I allow someone to take that from me, I'm giving them power over me. So you need to look within yourself to say, hey, what makes me happy? Where did you lose your spunk? You know, find out where you where you lost it and start there and start gaining it back. Exactly. And then one more takeaway. Whatever you do. Never lose your independency because you never know when you need it. I absolutely, I agree totally with that. Um, yeah, because you depending on this person financially, I think this is this is the portion where you're saying that you're stuck, but there's no such thing. There, there are resources for people like you. There are programs for people like you. Just because he's the breadwinner does not mean you can't start somewhere and start making your own money and being independent. Exactly. And don't let nobody put their hands on you. And Period. It's okay. And one last thing, Major, and I'm done. Okay. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> if you feel like your kid's going to be up, because I do understand some kids may be upset, but kids, from what I have realized, and I don't want to, I mean, not personally, but I feel like kids get mad when parents break up when they don't understand. They're thinking, oh, they just breaking up. But I feel like if you have a talk with your kids, even though it's ugly, I feel like you should communicate that with them. Because sometimes I feel like if she's a work from home mom and he beating her, who's to say he not beating her in front of her kids? You get what I'm saying? 
Right. So I just feel like people need to stop being afraid talking to kids because kids may look like they don't know nothing, but kids are very smart. Right. And that's all. All right. It's a wrap. This was a very serious topic. The domestic violence 1-800 number is 1-800-799-SAFE. And that again is 1-800-799-SAFE. And those, the numerics for that is 1-800-799-7233. Um, that is the abuse hotline. That's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Don't be afraid to call it if you need it. Absolutely. And they also have a live chat as well. Um, and you can go to thehotline.org where you can actually chat with a live individual and also, they have a text number as well. So um, this is the um, the National Domestic Violence Hotline text number is eight eight seven eight eight. Again, that's eight eight seven eight eight. And text start to start a conversation. And this is free and confidential, twenty four seven. Awesome. That's very informative, Mitra. And that is the Inside Scoop. Make sure you tune in again for another great episode. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. And I'm your co-host, Mitra. And when you check in with us, it's no gossip, just talk. Ciao for now. For those who may not know me, my name is Corinne. My father was murdered and it left me truly broken. All I have left is my sister and mother. But unfortunately, my mother is not present. She's battling her own demons, and the sad part about all of this, I hate her. Not only that, I hate me too. And honestly, I'm lost with no direction. To learn more about my life, read Volume 1 and 2, If Only I Had a Home. Go over to my website at Tanisha Peak. That is T-E-N-I-S-H-A-P with a double E. K. Dot com and grab your books today. Ciao for now. It's, it's, it's Grady Baby Podcast. What's up? It's Derek and Mitra from It's Grady Baby Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at it's underscore Grady underscore baby underscore. Give us your feedbacks. Give us topics. We want to hear from you. Shout out scenarios. Check out our latest segment from last week. You won't be disappointed. So I pull it out and just show it to you. I don't even say nothing. He's he sticking his head, struggling to get something out of it. And just gets it out of my face. And 